not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. And you'll never have to pour or measure detergent again. Can we, can we all get along? Karen, horror death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no sides. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Hello, everybody. What's going on, Brain Trust? We got a special episode of the podcast today. My parents are joining me again. Everybody's favorite guest. They like my parents on the podcast better than Brian Cranston, better than Blake Griffin, better than Megan McCain, better than Bob Odenkirk. They like better than Sophia Bush. My parents are the most popular guests ever on the podcast. Neck and neck with Sophia. Ben Morrison, people love. My parents, they like the most. Uh, they are here today. We are on family vacation. My brother... And sister-in-law and two little nephews went to bed already, and I made my parents stay up so I can do this podcast not alone, because it wouldn't be a vacation even doing this. It's not a vacation, but it's much better vacation style to do it with my parents. So first, let's just uh, reintroduce, allow me to reintroduce themselves. Um, my mom, Ziva, hello. Hello. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce themselves. Yeah, well, I was trying to, on the fly, alter a Jay-Z lyric. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. But I had to make it plural and then not about and me. And then it didn't work. I know, it wasn't perfect. Okay. It was flawed. And my father, Nate. Hello, Nate. Well, I heard when you said about, please allow me to introduce myself, reminded me of the Rolling Stones song, Sympathy for the Devil. Please allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> Mom goes, oh, boy. <laughs> Anyway, I will not continue that because I liked it. It sounded wanna, pretty good. I want to be fed for the rest of the week. So I'm going to upset my wife when I get into my so Rolling Stone rendition. <laughs> Live tweet this podcast on Twitter as you listen at Ben Glebe and at Nate Dog Dodger. Um, my mother's not on social media for like because she's one of the few people that still has a soul. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, breaking news um, to start the podcast with. Apparently. There was a lie of wild flies. <laughs> there was a big lie of flies. This happened? Okay, well, you know, sometimes they have what they call tongue twisters. And Why fly? Sometimes. Wild filers. Wild filing? Sometimes I do have some tongue twisters, and that's why they're epic. And especially when they happen in a vacation, they're much more enjoyable because we can reflect upon them. That guess got very deep for for a silly f- turn of phrase. There's a wildfire somewhere? It could be. There was. There's been a lot of them, actually. And in one very sad headline that I saw tonight, a husband was there standing protecting his wife as a horrible fire wiped him out and his house. Wiped and him wife. out? Yes. He was, like, protecting her in a shield. And there's been so many devastating... He was killed by it? Absolutely. That oh, was, my God. Was the wildfire. At some point, shouldn't you run at some point? Well, you never know sometimes. These fires, not that I've been in some, but from what I read, they come so fast, and the wind changes the directions in such a manner. Right. Before you know it, you're sort of engulfed in this. Many times when you see, uh, for example, TV crews that have a lot more experience than I do in this, which is zero experience, you see them 
suddenly having to run in their car, the mobile right. cars, and run away. So basically, it's a, it's a, just it's a reality. I have a more broad question. Aren't all fires wild, really? <laughs> no. No, there's no, controlled fires. No. But any fi fire in nature, isn't that wild? No, because many fires in nature are, are destined, are, are programmed to Control fire. fires, yeah. No, I'm saying random ones. Hmm? Any random fire, I'm saying. Well, random fire. Someone's house catches on fire. Is that defined as a wildfire? Yes, or, or lightning strikes a tree or something. Yes, of It's called a wildfire. That does, is wild. does that just mean it happens in the wild or it has to be wild? I think it happens as an out of control. The, I, I think, think it happens in the wild and it's out of control. Probably it's both. If, or some guy is standing in front of them being like, that's wild, man. Because yeah, if, <laughs> if you had a fire, let's say, in your house that was due to an electrical issue, that'd be like an accidental fire. But that wouldn't be, obviously. Right. A house fire. That's called a house fire. But or it, it could be an it electrical could wire. It, it could be a, It could start as a house and then get wild, like a house party that becomes a wild party. Yeah, it could become wild. I mean, wild means out of control, right? Without parameters, without rules, without frames. So Much like my social life. <laughs> it sounds like the wild, wild west. True that. It's a Will Smith song and movie. Um, both bad. Um, <laughs> I uh, don't like to cover stories usually two weeks in a row unless they, they, they demand the coverage, and this one does. I think America's still reeling, honestly, from you know how fast Taylor Swift has moved on from Calvin Harris. <laughs> Do you feel like this affects your guys' generation too? Is it hard to get up in the morning? She moves right on to Tom Middleston, right on. And then Calvin Harris, he's distraught. He's tweeting about her, saying she controlled the media. Calvin Harris backed his car up into a wall today accidentally. I mean, he can barely uh, play other people's music. He's a DJ. <laughs> I'm sure that I was going to ask, is he a singer? Is he a, He's a DJ. He's a DJ. Um, yeah, it's very hard. I, I think it's hard. It's hard, yes. And I, don't, I don't, almost don't feel like it's right for people to expect Americans to continue. No, I agree. Until they figure it out. Of course. And settle themselves out. It makes sense. I have no argument here. Okay. Dad? I don't really care about that one iota. No. All right. You're in the minority. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Who went to the U of M. The U of M. Where you went. That's correct. It plays it's all about the U. It's all. Always. Um, the Supreme Court had a very big landmark decision on abortion this week. As They say it's the biggest since Roe v. Wade that upheld abortion rights and is overturning all these Texas laws that Republican lawmakers in Texas were pretending was to um, make abortion safer when in fact it was just putting all these restrictions on abortion clinics that they couldn't meet to make them shutter right. abortion clinics all over Texas. Things like the hallways had to be a certain width, things like they had to be have admitting rights to hospital emergency rooms nearby and many emergency rooms won't give them to, to abortion right. places things like that they already shuttered like a great amount of the ones in texas but there's still maybe like i don't know 35 left it would have cut it down to like 10 places so that'll be overturned now and there's many states that have similar laws that now it won't change it in those states but it's a good legal precedent now from the supreme court to hopefully fight those as well um good news for for women's rights for reproductive rights yeah, I, I'll say definitely is good news, but bad news for fetuses. But, but uh, yeah, come on. But uh, allow me to be cynical for a moment. Uh, to me, it's it's sad news 
for our society that in the 21st century, we still have to rule on that. We still have to fight for that. We still have to applaud the Supreme Court for uh, allowing women to make their own decisions with regards to the reproductive systems. And it, it's, and, and I, I have to say that I always try to say, okay, maybe if uh, uh, we choose Republic, a Republican, not Trump, but a Republican uh, for president, maybe it will, you know, it will be okay, it will be advanced, it will be uh, enlightened, it will be, but it really won't, it really isn't. And the reason Republicans haven't uh, reversed uh uh, laws of abortion, uh, it's because they couldn't, and they would if they could. Right. So I don't see any forward-thinking person, any progressive-thinking person ever voting for the Republican Party. I, I really just don't see it. I would like to say yes, I would like to f- vote for the right person no matter what party he is, but, but the right person has to have the right ideology and the right philosophy. Yeah. I understand the premise that conservatism, the whole premise of it is to conserve how things are and to, to be a check and balance against too fast of progress. But it blows my mind that like once they're settled law for many, many years now, that they still try to undo, like they're fighting old fights. It seems so insane. It's like, Trying to take us back to such a primitive Yeah, and I, I have to time. interrupt you because I must. Uh, You're entitled. They, <laughs> you, know, you, you birthed me. Exactly. I can interrupt you. When uh, the Republican Party had something like 1,800 candidates on the, mm-hmm. you know, on the stage and stuff, and they were fighting, they would they were trying to outdo one another, but saying, "Oh, you you fought for closing <laughs> abortion clinics." I, I did fought, close I, them. Yeah, I voted to to kill them. I voted. <laughs> to, I mean, really. <laughs> They so, were just trying to top each other with yeah. with with, so with up, how inhuman they could be. Each other, yeah. So so th- that's what you're going to vote for, right? Well, we can't categorically say that the party was always in the dire shape that it's in now, and I can say that because I happen to be a Reagan Democrat, something in the past. So basically, there was the party definitely is going through changes now, and definitely the party that uh, Ronald Reagan was such a star in, uh, you know, not so many years ago, is definitely not the same party that's uh, running things for the Republicans now. And that's why it's a critical time for the party to see if uh, if they can really overcome all these the problems that they seem to have given themselves. Sure. These antiquated positions and things that are totally outdated. And I have a, I have a question with regards to the outdated positions in a second, but just quickly, and it to to finish out the abortion issue and i of course am pro-choice and i agree with it but i said before in the podcast that of all of the republican party platform positions that to me are are so inhuman and are so you know trying to restrict rights of poor people trying to restrict rights of gay people trying to restrict rights of women the abortion one while i disagree with restricting a woman's right to make her own reproductive decisions it seems to me to be the one that at least morally is like is a is a respectable argument. Right. You would be right. Because they're they're arguing to protect what is certainly close to being a life at some point. 
Uh, I don't think that uh, my argument could possibly be with that because different people have different right. philosophies and different outlook on, on life and and we all have different views of uh, when life begins and and they're all valid because it's it's a question of what you believe in what what you think what you feel that's fine my problem is not with that my problem is with the the pride and joy they take in, in praising themselves on uh, closing uh, uh, clinics. Or defunding Planned clinics. Parenthood, which is and 3% abortion and 97% helping women's exactly. health. Exactly, and they think that this is really they something They seem smug that, about yeah, it. Very, and they think that this is something they should really pride themselves on. Well, I don't want to be associated with people that pride themselves upon stuff like this. You see, right. it's called, it's self-contradicting. You, you don't want me to have abortion. I'm, I'm poor. I'm uneducated. Uh, I have 11 kids and you don't want me to have an abortion. But then you don't want to give me all the all all the, the help, help I need to raise that kid exactly to to raise that kid and and to get some really good education for myself with regards to not having a, a 13th child as george carlin it's brilliantly so put it it's funny how the how republicans want to do anything they can to protect and take care of a life before it's born and this moment it's born fuck you until you're 18 and can go die in the army, yeah. then they care about you again. Yeah. In between, they don't care at all about they how you're raised. Care. They don't care about access to education. Yeah, especially if you're poor and, and born to uneducated right. parents. That, well, that tops it. I mean, basically, why bother? Basically, life is full of contradictions, and the political uh, uh, situation is no different than any other aspect of life. So basically, yeah, to single, yeah there's a lot of contradictions out there all over the place. And politicians, by and large, lie a lot, and I don't care what party they are. That's the definition of a politician's main job, and no matter what your party is, is to get elected. And once they're elected, their, their next new job is to get reelected. So right. it's the nature of... Uh, but this is not the, about lying as politicians. That's about their outlook and their philosophy. Well, again... They're not it, lying it, about it. They're it, fighting themselves on it. Here's the thing you have to keep in mind. Whatever your position is on any issue, anything you see, even on the written page, anything you see on an editorial page, anything you see anywhere has a specific bias to it. And that's just the way it is. Even the way we think, even the way we articulate has a specific bias. So if it's not the bias that you're an advocate for, you find it contradictory. But basically... No, I don't find it contradictory. Right. I find it not to my liking, uh, maybe, but not contradictory okay, I, I, I by it being against what I think or the, the opposite is, of what I think. Every guy who you know has his position on, or girl who has their position on something, they're as vehemently supporting their stuff as you are. And and the thing that I keep like stumbling upon too is that on so many issues we don't even argue well. We don't argue the right points. We get so stuck in talking points because we're in these two sides that are opposing each other instead of actually trying to intellectually understand and advance our thought processes, that even the pro-choice argument, like the major thing people always say, doesn't even make sense to me when they say the reason you can't outlaw abortion is you can't tell me what to do with my body. But that's bullshit. There's so many laws that tell you what you can and can't do with your own body. And that's when there's not a developing Including life in it. Your, killing yourself. Killing yourself you can't yeah. even do. You, yeah. well, you can't take a crap in the place. street. You can't. 
What, yell fuck. Because, no, no, no. That, no, no. You can't punch, punch yourself in the eye. You can't punch somebody else in the eye. You can punch yourself in the eye. You can't punch somebody else in the eye. No, because you're affecting somebody you're an infringement, else. You're infringing on my, my rights. Okay, you, you, you can't walk naked through the city. Yeah, because you're affecting me. What if and you were I don't in a notice colony? And abortion is, is, is terminating what's going to become a life. One so all, all I'm saying is the argument is not accurate to say it can't be outlawed allowed because you can't tell me what to do with my body. Yes, it is good, actually, because if I believe, if I side with, with the people who want, who, who, um, who allow abortions, nobody said that you should have abortions, but that allow, permit for abortions to, to happen, if, so, so the circumstance desire or you desire, right? If I side with that, I, by definition, hold the belief that life does not begin in conception. Right. Because had I believed that life began in conception, I would not side with people who side with abortion because that would be murder. And that's what they are saying. The right. other side is saying because they believe that life does believe it begin at conception. So... Uh, so it's exactly a philosophical difference. It's nothing else. Well, they, but my point is that they think that as, as right as they think, as, as incorrect as they think you are, it's the same kind of thing if you kind of judge the other position. And all that I'm saying is... they're as adamant in their denying your thing as you but, are in And theirs. all I'm saying is the argument that you can't tell what to do with my body is not the best argument. You, you should say it's not a life, a conception. You should say it's not viable. But, but the argument to say you can't tell me what to do with my body, there are plenty of laws that tell you no, that. No, there aren't. Including no, telling you you can't aren't. have diet drinks. Uh, that now they're going to tax you for well, having diet drinks. That's getting, a yeah, there's a lot of laws like that too. It, because you Drugs fall, are illegal. You, you will fall a burden on society. Uh, but but not a, no, you cannot tell me what to do with my body comes stems from the idea from the the belief and the philosophy that life does not begin at conception so so it's still only my body that's the point that that having this tiny little seed in my body uh, at conception up to well, three months or whatever the developmental stage it is uh, that still is just my body because I don't believe that that is already life. Mm -hmm. And I believed that this is already life. We would have had no argument. Nobody sides with, with, with murder. No, I deserve, I'm an advocate of abortions up to two years. <laughs> That's my personal belief. Um, all right, so moving on. Um, there was another terrorist attack just today, um, tomorrow, by the time you guys hear this, um, in, in Istanbul at the airport. They've had some, a lot of problems from ISIS and, and from another terrorist group in the last year. I forget the name right now. Um, and uh, there was a three suicide bombers blew themselves up at an airport again, so similar to the Brussels attack. Uh, it's, yeah. it's And like 30 people died, at least 36 people, I think, and many, many injured. I mean, what do we do? What There's no way to stop insane people that can be convinced by wrong, manipulative assholes to murder themselves for I, I never but the biggest thing i never understand even aside from nothing that we can do to stop it is just how do they convince people a Easily. and b more so what i don't understand is what, be martyrs, what, that's what what possibly does it do for their cause 
to just kill random people in a random country. It's not even the main area of their caliphate in Syria and Iraq. What does it do? They kill 30 people in Istanbul? It's martyr what, to try in, to get their cause. Turkey, what, what does that do for ISIS? What does it do for them? makes them hated more, and it makes the world intensify their attacks to kill them. I don't understand. Because they want more anarchy. The, the more that they have anarchy, it shows that they're, they're penetrating. The more the world fears them then? Exactly. You're much more hated for, for, your, for, for your heinous crimes. A lot of people say heinous. Well, you say to potato, and I say to potato. You say tomato, I say tomato. Are you going to sing for us now, Johnny? Well, not right now. Um, so, I don't know. Any thoughts, Mom? Yes. Yes. Uh, the reason they do it is because they want to become dominant and to become uh, the headlines as much as possible. And, uh, they're like Kardashians. Uh, they are like Kardashians, and and really they are like only a, not as bad. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not that Kardashians kill people. How come none of the Kardashians ever have abortions? Not one time. <laughs> they just reproduce like rabbits. <laughs> they they absolutely think the world needs more of them, but uh, it's hard to keep up with them, honestly. Uh, true, but very funny. The, but ISIS thing is is like every other group that uh, gets people to uh, to become members and to go and to commit those suicide bombing and all of those things. Uh, typically, I don't know, I'm not a sociologist, but uh, history has taught us typically these people that joins, who join those groups are people who are in the peripherals of society uh, and those who are not, you can give me examples. Oh, this one was an engineer here and a successful, whatever, high-tech person. Uh, so it, it comes to, I think, it comes to just low self-esteem. It's hard for me to believe that a person who feels really uh, good about uh, himself or herself and, uh, and is very happy and content with, with his life will uh, join a group whose main aim and goal is to murder people and to slaughter well, yeah, people. I don't think a ton of happy people and, uh, are joining ISIS. Exactly. So I, I think that it's like all those groups, they they get to the people, they get to the weakest links. Right. It's just the insane how we still have such... The, 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 the most unhappy people. What is their sales pitch to them? You're the weakest link by bye-bye? Uh, no, but but... We we are going to make you a saint, a martyrhood. Yeah, it's just amazing. We still have such backwards, mm -hmm. dark age activities happening in modern yes, life. Completely. Like, how are we ever gonna get information out there to stop this shit? Well, there is information out there to stop this shit, but there is a lot Mom, more. Please don't cuss. <laughs> but apparently now there's going to be charging you to use Facebook, from what I hear. What? I read something tonight that they're going to start, unless this was another bogus report, in Facebook, one of my friends or followers or what have you said that it's going to be a, a charge for Facebook coming no, up. No, they're not going to charge you, but they, they charge you to like boost your posts already to some people that used to see them for free to even see them. And it's crazy because people like me, entertainers and people and, and brands use it for their business and right. came to rely on reaching a certain number of people. And then right. all of a sudden your posts don't get there and they're saying on Instagram and Facebook pay money to get it to be seen wow. by the same number of people you see well, it for it's, free. It's wow. the same it's thing insane. when Trump was getting a lot of, this is sort of a, a weird analogy, but Trump was getting a lot of free publicity all year because every network was covering him left and right. 
And yeah. then they decided we're giving this guy way too much free coverage. So Trump had another, but they're still covering him constantly. But not as much as they were. It's because he's talking less. But Trump had a bad week this week, right when the Brexit happened. And we'll just, let's quickly explain the Brexit and then go into Trump. So I don't even fully understand what the ramifications, no one knows the ramifications exactly. are, or even what it is. But apparently the, the apparently the UK, Great Britain's been part of the European Union for what, 40, 40, 50, 40, 50 years. And for some reason now, there was a referendum. David Cameron, the prime minister, got elected on the promise of holding a referendum vote to see whether they would leave the European Union or not. And his argument was they should stay, but he'd give everybody a vote so they could finally determine. And then he lost, and he just resigned. He's going to step down within three months. I think it's maybe like 25 years. No, it's more than no, 40, 40 years, if you're mistaken. But why? The question is, um, why did they want to leave? There, I know some say like economic they, for, reasons. For one thing, they weren't some fully say in, borders. They weren't fully integrated in the whole system anyway, because the, a lot of the co- countries there were using euro dollars. Yeah, but the euro's new. The euro's what ten, fifteen years old. But these guys aren't. There's, there's a lot of a lot of this was nationalism. A lot of this was anti-immigration, and uh, and people people afraid of people pouring in from their borders. Exactly. And one and and Trump starts claiming that it's his. It's the world adopting his point of view. That people are going to want closed borders now with the craziness going on and isolationist tendencies are starting to take over the world again. Um, but they also say that, but currently, like anybody can travel freely anywhere in the European Union and work anywhere in the European Union, mm-hmm. and that's going to affect people with current jobs. Yeah, even or to our daughter-in-law, British citizens having to to move back or whatever it might be. Our daughter-in-law was mentioning she's from Ireland, and she right. was mentioning that a lot of her friends that were you know now have a lot of fears about their job situation with this new thing, and that even affects Ireland. But I don't understand financially why it would have helped them. Was our part of the argument that people were coming into Great Britain and taking their jobs, and so they wanted Probably. to... I don't know. I, I really do not understand it well. It's always... A why that, must we give everything cute nicknames? Why Brexit? Well, it for stands one, for British I exit know. from well, the European one, Union. Remember how we said at the beginning of this podcast, you were saying that it's all about the U? Right. Well, there's a new one that I have for this week. It's all, all about, about the, the EU. The EU, I like that. It's all about the European Union. Exactly. So um, basically, so then Trump had a bad week because he took a couple of days off the campaign trail and landed in Scotland to open a new Trump golf course. Why places in the world keep doing business with this man? I don't understand. And immediately landed and tweeted, "You see, everybody here in Scotland so excited. They're so happy." About this, uh, they're adopting my policies when, in fact, Scotland overwhelmingly voted to stay in the European Union. He just gets everything wrong. He's promoting everything. He's a moron. He really is a moron. At an an inopportune time, he was promoting his son's golf course. Right. Because his son was very much... And then, as you said, this is the first time, though, he's had a lot of bad weeks lately, but it's the first time it's starting to affect his polls. Exactly. So it looks like the the mustard's gotten off the hot dog, as Chick Hearn used to say, the famous Laker announcer. And basically now it's no more Reagan-esque. It's no more. He, he always tries to be like Reagan. But this time. Trump looks like a hot dog with mustard on it. But isn't it fascinating how the guy who's a top leader now for, for the conservative, uh, for the people, the conservative un, uh, situation really in, does. in England? Isn't it interesting that the new leader, whose name is Boris? For, might be the new prime minister. But odds on Boris favorite, Johnson. He looks very, he's got the Trump haircut. He does have a very Trumpy haircut. That's why the lady is a Trump. Um, and then Hillary didn't have the best week, but not terrible. The Finally, the end of the two-year witch hunt that the Republicans in Congress used $7 million of taxpayer money to, again, after seven inquiries, try to prove that Hillary 
lied more about Benghazi and uncover more stuff. It got released today, and there's no new information. But they're just reiterating the things that that um, the security situation was so bad there that that Hillary and the Obama administration should have sh- shut down that embassy before the attacks happened. And they're saying that there was no troops sent in there for like 15 hours into the attacks till the next morning, which the White House today claims has been debunked and is not true. But that seems to be a, a fact that's still up in the air. And the one big fact that I do kind of blame Hillary for a little bit um, was, you know, being five months out of an election, she and Obama um, didn't want a terrorist attack happening right then. So they did label it publicly first as yeah. a reaction to this and to this uh, this uh, Muslim video, this anti-Muslim video. Yeah, yeah. Um, and while she privately emailed her daughter, Chelsea, and said this is a terrorist attack oh. and took a day or two to start admitting yeah. what it really was. That is a fair criticism. It That's is. not cool to do. It, it of course it goes back course. to what I said. That both uh, sides I, are, are both both sides are very very but guilty. I think right. All the Hillary sins. I don't think this is the biggest one. It's it's not Libya is the worst It's one. not proper. It's not right. It's not Libya more generally. I mean, uh, yeah, no, no, not Libya generally. Uh, it, it. She seems to me. Uh, and I'm a Demo- I was a Democrat, I'm now independent, and uh, I would have voted for her probably unless uh, she was who she was, and she is who she is. She, she, to me, she's a woman who sold her soul to, to the uh, money devil and the power devil, and uh, I don't want a president who has sold her soul to the money devil and the power. But in what way does that, in your opinion, affect her actions? Well, and I, would affect her actions as president? I, I don't. I don't know that it would. You're right. I don't know that it would. However, uh, I have one life to live, and I try to live it uh, by decent principles that I have, and I, that I outlined for myself, and. Uh, I You're doing heroin right now while we're podcasting. <laughs> and I want my president to to be at least as principled as I am, uh, not because of decisions that she might be making while sitting there, which I'm not sure she would not be affected by by what she does. Their decision would not be affected. I'm not sure that they wouldn't. But even if they, they weren't, it matters to me that my president is a principled human being. I don't think that such an outrageous. But thought. at least with the money that that she and Bill make, they've done a lot of great work with the Clinton Global Initiative and all these things, helping a lot of people, people around think the country, that they also around the world. Influence them too because of that. That when the people give contributions, foreign governments yes, con- so contributing it's not to them. all. It's not all you know, black and white. Absolutely. It's all. There's a lot of layers of conflicted and aspects. I, so I, you're supporting Trump then, Mom? <laughs> no, I mean if I can vote in. Uh, Bernie, I, right in Bernie, I will. If there is no option like this, God, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to vote for Trump, clearly. And uh, I don't know. It would be very Hillary hard for Hillary at least is a progressive more so, of course, yeah. than Trump. Yeah, no, he's Whether not. or not she personally is the most upright person, she definitely is. And that's what Bernie's been fighting so hard for and is still fighting for is espousing values that will progress the country towards 
human rights yeah. and towards helping poor people much yeah, more, no, and that I, matters I get more. It. I probably will cave at the end and vote for her if I can't write him in, but if I can, I will write him in because it matters to me to have that act of writing him in because right. I believe in him. Dad, who are you voting for, Nixon? Yeah, right, Nixon. He's, still, he's running, isn't he? <laughs> but basically, uh, Sanders did make uh, Clinton, at the end of the day, a better candidate. Really? It was mm-hmm. like going through yeah, the playoffs, totally. the NBA playoffs. And totally. Which falls still into that. Right. And, um, you know, but speaking of bad people or not being the best and being beholden to money, Trump's the most beholden to money in the world and just came out, I think, today a report, another report about his exaggeration and lies about charitable giving. Not only did he, like, get caught not donating the money he promised to donate to veterans, he, it just came out, they estimated, he looks like he's only donated from his personal money $10,000 over the last seven years to only one charity, and it's like the New York Police Ball, Police Athletic Fund or something. Unbelievable. You know, he's just such a fraud. You get the government you deserve, so basically... That's the Huffington Post article I wrote a long time ago, that Trump... God forbid, but maybe the president that we deserve. We've which, lived this like duplicitous I, and also, I, life. Know, we pretend I, we're so noble, and then we, in fact, are these like selfish, narcissistic people. Maybe we need a president that reflects that. And also, there's an interesting uh, Chinese just problem. to learn a lesson finally, because you have to hit rock bottom before maybe. you learn your lesson. There's also, know? and then go through catharsis when that happens. But basically, there's a very famous Chinese proverb that goes something like this: "May you live in interesting times." So, you know, th- these are indeed... That we are. We are, and whether that's a little bit too much, or maybe it's better to live in le- in more in less interesting times. No, I like that. That could be part of the... That could be the title of the podcast this week, Interesting Times. Or or uh, Lyle, Lyle Flyer. One of the two. Yeah, I think you've given that one quite a uh, rundown <laughs> on that one, if I do say so myself. And- <laughs> My attorneys definitely feel you. You've done a lot with that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a, it is definitely a pretty crazy place that the world is in for sure. Um, I guess there was a bit of good news, a glimmer of good news this week in the sports world. That I know is so important to you, Pop, but important to a to the city of Cleveland that had not won a professional sporting championship in like fifty 52 years. Two years since the nineteen sixty four NFL season when Jim Brown. Not James Brown, but Jim Brown, the great running back, who later on would have a good acting career in movies like Dirty Dozen and things right. of that nature. He led the Cleveland. Wasn't he also in in the uh, Police Academy movies? No, no. He was. Know. Jim Brown. It, it could be. That could be. I, I don't yeah, think. he played Hightower, I think. Or no, not Hightower. Not at all. Not at all. You're thinking of Bubba Smith. Oh, right. You're confusing football players. Right, right, right. So anywho, uh, so basically that was great news for the city of Cleveland. Their first. I was thinking of Steve Gutenberg. Well, Steve Gutenberg doesn't look at all like Jim Brown, and he certainly doesn't look like Bubba Smith. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg hasn't had a real good career. Steve Gutenberg is the one that made all the sounds with his mouth, right? All the sound effects? Not at all. No, it's not. I'm kidding. Not, That's not Michael Winslow. I'm intentionally... Steve Gutenberg was the one that had that infamous hit, The Boys from Brazil. Was he had a song, really? No, it was an infamous uh, movie hit, oh, yeah. oh. The Boys from Brazil. Got it. So, anyway, so the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron fine. James finally brought the championship home that he promised Cleveland and for so long. Even when he had left and gone to the Miami Heat and felt it took a lot of heat for that, pardon the pun, when he went to the Miami pardon Heat. Pardon the pun, I feel the heat right now because the three of us are sitting so close together to record this podcast. We had to close the windows of the well, nice ocean breeze. Well, that's why and we it's came here because of the ocean breeze. And now oh. we're actually defeating the purpose of why we came We're cutting ourselves off of it. So the podcast is almost done anyway. 
But um, that's great news for and Cleveland. And some sad news today nice. for uh, Pat the Summit. Podcast, the podcast is almost done. It's almost Pat, done. Pat that's Summit great today. News for Cleveland. It's wonderful news for Cleveland. <laughs> that's how you say it. A lot of Pat. Clevelanders don't have time to stop celebrating that's to listen to a long podcast. They can pause for half an and hour. And actually, the good, interesting thing was they were able to celebrate in a very, very friendly way, in a peaceful way. That's nice. There's a lot of places when, when uh, championships occur. Especially NBA, club. it seems, when the championships oh, happen. Yeah. There's riots off in LA has problems, vandalisms. And exactly. And so basically today, Pat Summit was in a, in a big story today. Pat Summit, the legendary women's coach out of Tennessee, passed away from dementia at age 64. And the importance of her was that she was the equivalent of Johnny Wooden for UCLA basketball, the legendary coach for basketball, UCLA men's basketball. She did the same thing for women's basketball. She passed away eight titles she had won. She was an exemplary leader to die at a very, very young age of 64 due to dementia. So that was a sad that story. That sucks. Well, that's a great topic to end the podcast on. <laughs> no, that, that that is very sad. And I actually have one more very important story to end on that we can cleanse the palate with before we wrap it down. Before I get to that last story, though, of course, I have to uh, let the big Gleebers and all of us, the Glebe Squad, the Glebe Mob, the Glob, the Glebe Nation, the Friends of Benefits, the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Brain Trust that we all are, know about some upcoming things. There's no Twitter answers or Thunder Round today because we're doing a quick vacation pod and you guys get to hear my parents again. And glean from their wisdom. Is that how a properly said sentence? Glean from their wisdom? Yeah, you glean from. Okay, you thank you. From, well, then so. I said it perfectly. Yeah. You should just say that was great. I'm proud of you. That was great. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Mom. Um, is I uh, am coming soon to St. Thank you all for coming out in San Antonio. I'm coming soon to St. Louis, to the Funny Bone, and then to Chicago Zanies, and then to um, Minneapolis. Uh, the House of Comedy, all tickets available at bengleeb.com, and maybe coming soon as well to the city of Boston and to Ventura uh, Comedy Festival, perhaps, not certain, but it looks like th those may close and may happen. So From check city those Ventura, out. Right where we're here? Or right where we are now, yeah. Well, look at true. that. Very true. And then um, you can get tickets to all that at bengleeb.com. Please still watch my stand-up special. Watch it again. People keep tweeting that that they've seen it four or five times. It's an amazing thing to hear that. It is an amazing thing. It, my mother said it. So if it, you haven't listened yet, wait till my mother espouses how great it is. It, it, it truly is. Of course, I know I'm your mother and all of that. No, you're not biased. You're just my mom. I, I am biased. And, and we all I have biases. Say, Dad made that clear earlier. And I, <laughs> and I would say that you were good even if you weren't, but you were not good. You were incredible. It was truly and fantastic. And you're proud of me. And I'm proud of you. And basically, um, there was a famous book in the 60s or 70s called Once Is Not Enough with Jacqueline and Suzanne. Yeah. And that's my segue to your show. You cannot see the special. Thank you. More, You have to see it more than once to fully enjoy two, three times. Will be so required. It's, called, it's called Neurotic Gangster. It's on Showtime airing now and on demand. And you can add Showtime for like $8 to your Hulu Plus or your Amazon Prime Um People are really enjoying it, so that's very nice. The feedback's been amazing. Of course, please watch Idiot Test every Tuesday at 10 and 10.30. Brand new episodes still coming at you every week. Uh, challenge your brain while laughing. Um, if you saw the nude episode, I'm sorry. And especially to my parents for letting you down in this manner. Um, there, there was, it was blurred. And um, lastly, follow me on Snapchat. I'm doing some really weird, fun stuff on there, making little movies and storylines and out-of-the-box sketches and also just sharing bits of my day. 
at Ben Glebe on Snapchat, Instagram, and every day, tweeting, Facebook, and like always, follow me on these things. You'll enjoy it, I believe. And um, follow my dad at Nate Dog Dodger on Twitter, and follow my mom at Kylie Jenner on Twitter. <laughs> now heading the cover of Sports Illustrated, she'll be there, no, there this no, week. No, that's no. that's Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, aren't they the same? Probably, Um, which leads me to the last story, and it's one that I would really love your guys' raw thoughts on. Apparently, Kylie Jenner, uh, in new pics, was just seen kissing her on-again boyfriend, Tyga. Mom? (laughs) Is that your comment? Yes. Dad? No comment on that one. You know, but think about it. Sometimes they're on again, sometimes they're off again. Well, that's just predicts you flip a coin and you're not sure if they're on or off. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. is like America wants to know, like, what side of the coin are I we on this week? I my mind. We deserve Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like there used to be a movie. Well, I want you to enjoy that one, but it used to be a movie. At, uh, years oh, ago. that's it's great. It's Tuesday, it must be Belgium. Just flip a coin, see if they're on or off this week. I like that. I like that. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, no end song this week. Just play whatever you feel like on your iPods and just laugh laugh to yourself like 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 young british children running in the field with a butter a bucket of churned butter (laughs) and i I, all right well you guys enjoy that one i'm going to come up with with my final thoughts on the matter and there was was a great newscaster that i (laughs) someone else died can you please fill us in on who else passed away that's fine that's fine i specifically said before the podcast started let's maybe not do the death story because I don't really cover death if it's nothing to discuss. And Dad's like, no problem. And then he brings it, no, this wedges announcer, it in right at the end. This announcer that I was referring to is no longer here. Oh. That's, that's not why I bring him up. Okay. What, well, was he eaten in a, in a wildfire? What happened? Okay, well, basically, can I get my thought out? Or is this a democracy or what, a republic? Or not what? necessarily. Anyway, as long way to get to this one. His closing line before he, which I enjoyed always, and I'll enjoy it as my last words on this show is, May the good news be your news. I like that. Thanks, Pops. That was we, worth it. We've <laughs> <laughs> my fan and Chowder Society here of uh, these two. These two Chowder guys. Society? Well, Fan and Chowder Society. What the hell's a Fan and Chowder? <laughs> Vince Scully always says Fan and Chowder <laughs> no, Society. No, he's never said. Mercy news. never said. There's a Fan and Chowder Society. You have to look he's it up. He's never said it. Up on Zula, hula, whatever is your choice. You can't look things up on either. What about your soup du jour? How about wildfire, everybody? Oh, God. This is way past my bedtime, as you can tell. My battery's running low. And uh, that's a wrap for my end. Oh, God. That's the greatest moment of my life. Until until last week, next week, this has been Fan and Chowda Society. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.